Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. We've been doing a series on the seer realm. And I have a friend today that actually we've known each other for actually for 20 years. And he has one of the bright, shining lights that's arising in the global prophetic community today. His name is Charlie Shan. And before we get into Charlie sharing with us, which is going to be extremely synergistic with what I have done with you in my five seer seeds and then the, the promises of the seer prophets. And it's phenomenal, folks. And I'm so excited. But let's pray. I'm going to give you a theme verse because today's theme is, guess what? Stadium Christianity. Father, thank you for such a time as this. We were crossing over the Jordan from one side, promise revealed, crossing over unto promise fulfilled. And we thank you in Jesus' great name. Hey, for a verse to help give a picture frame for this particular podcast, I'm using Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. Actually, let's do verse 7 and 9. Verse 7 is, I will shake all the nations, and they will come with the wealth of all nations, and I will fill this house with Glory, says the Lord. Verse 9, and the latter glory of the house will be greater than the former. Well, there's our theme verse, and we've already prayed. And I want you to know that one of my greatest joys in this life is to take whatever platform God has given to me and help share it with others. But not only help share it, but become a cheerleader, and a coach to those in particular in the next generation. Some of you, you've been with me when we did a couple of sessions with Jonathan Stidham, and boy, were those great. If you didn't listen to them, go back and listen to those. And we've done Julie Meyer, we've done Stacey Campbell, we've done Nikki Robinson. Today, I got another one of my friends, because I only work with friends. Because I believe a relationship is the bridge to carry the cargo. So today, I have a neighbor in my region of Nashville, Tennessee, who lives in Columbia, Tennessee. He's part of a church in Murfreesboro. And this is one of the cream of the crop seer prophets of the next generation named Charlie Shamp. So Charlie, welcome to 
the Charisma Podcast Network, and also with God Encounters Ministries. And this is God Encounters Today. So go for it, Charlie. Well, this was an encounter that I first had in August of 2018. I was on an extended time of prayer and fasting and asking the Lord what would happen, what would come, what was the future. And I was caught up into the realm of the Spirit, and the Lord took me. He took me to a stadium in the future during a national game of an American sports league. And I suddenly saw that the stadium was shaking. And the news people came over and they said, we just had an earthquake. There's been an earthquake in the stadium. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me. And he said, what once was shall be again. A missed opportunity that happened generations ago will come again. And the Spirit of the Lord came to me and said that there would be an earthquake that would happen in the, in the near distant future. That would be a sign that the Lord is returning to America again to shake the nation with stadiums, to shake the nation with revival. And suddenly I was caught and taken back to the year of 1989. I was brought into a stadium and I saw a shaking. And the Spirit of the Lord spoke to me and said, this is the place where the first shaking took place. In the year 1989, I gave the church an opportunity, opportunity, a chance to step into an outpouring of the presence of God. It was a chance that was missed. And as a result, I had to remove the candlestick. The candlestick that once burned bright was removed. But I will come again. I will shake stadiums as a sign. The very first sign of what I want to do. What stadium was this that you saw in this vision? This was Candlestick Park. Which is where? In San Francisco. And what's, what's it, who plays there? The Giants. The Giants. So I'm going to interject for a moment because see, I know about 1989 folks. And what Charlie is sharing literally happened. It was the World Series. It was in Candlestick Park. The Giants were playing, and Bob Jones prophesied about this earthquake and this shaking. And so we in Kansas City, some of us knew about this prophecy, and we were looking for this. And in the middle of the third game of the World Series in Candlestick, folks, this is prophetic language, Candlestick. That is a symbol in the book of Revelations of the church. And, and then, but it was the giants because it was supposed to be about how the giants were going to fall. The giants in the land would fall by the word of the Lord. And so we saw the earthquake. It literally happened. World series all over the world. People saw and the stadium shook just like it was prophesied. Charlie, we got 30 years difference basically in our age. We've known each other in different ways for actually 20 years. But I know the original word I saw on television that were, and we thought that was when the stadium Christianity word was going to begin to be fulfilled. The dualistic prophecy of Bob Jones, 
and then Paul Cain's Stadium Christianity. Pick it up, Charlie. So that was the very first encounter that I had where the Lord said that I will turn, return again in this generation. A 30-year mark, a door of opportunity is being given to the church. I will relight the candle that was removed. Now, Candlestick Park no longer exists. And the Lord spoke to me and said the reason that that stadium no longer exists because it lost the purpose in which it was created. And so the Lord had to remove the candlestick for a season. But the Lord is coming again to shake the stadiums of the nation of America and around the world to bring revival. And folks, if you remember my earlier podcast with you, I talked about five seer prophets in a five-year period of time. Where Bob Jones was a seed that was put into the ground on 2-22-2014. John Paul Jackson, one of the Kansas City seers, was a seed put into the ground exactly one year later to the date on 2-22-2015. And then five years from the date of Bob Jones, Paul Kane, the boy prophet who became the elderly seer, was put into the ground as a seed on 2-22-2019. Bob Jones prophesied a billion soul harvest, especially of youth. Paul Kane prophesied over and over and over what? Stadium Christianity. Can you recite some of what the Lord showed you about that? Well, I, I was, I was, when this very thing happened to me, I said, I, I don't know if I can actually prophesy this portion. And the Lord said, I want you to hold this portion because it's not finished yet. Yes. There is more that I want to reveal to you, but I want you to continue to pray, intercede and believe. And then in the month of September is when I had the second portion. Okay, can you unfold some of that for us? So in the second portion of the prophetic word, the Lord told me, took me in the realm of the Spirit to the city of Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. where I saw a man standing in red. And I said, Lord, who is this man? He said, this man is Peter to me, but he is known to the world as Pete Rose. And in 1989, he had a major scandal that took place in his life where he was removed from the game. And you are now at a 30-year window where I am going to open up a door for him where he will be forgiven as a sign. And in the future, he will enter into the Hall of Fame. And it will be a sign to those who were in church that were in the game, yeah. that were a part of ministry, but yeah. had a public failure. Yeah. And people felt that they could never be used again. And this has to do with Jimmy Swagger yes, sir. and the falling of Peter's neck. Yes. And Jimmy Swagger at that time, or some of you don't know, had one of the world's largest television broadcast, but not just that, evangelistic associations. And his impact wasn't only in North America. It was huge people in South America. We also had prophetic words at that time in our midst that was about um, this fall that would happen with both the issue of uh, Butler and the Baker, Jimmy Baker, and then also Jimmy Swiger. And the Lord showed Bob Jones that that net 
was had fallen just exactly like Charlie's talking about. See, we're talking from two angles. He's looking into it as the Lord's brought him recently and then looking from the past into the present to the future. And I'm now and then a, more like a prophetic historian because I lived these words and I know the words that came before that helped prepare. And so then, but the a word was released that the net would get restored, but because the net was so large that God would never again give the fullness of that net to one man. It would be restored though. And could we be at that crossover point from promise released to promise being fulfilled? Can you give us a little bit more? Yeah, so what I believe is that those that were used in the previous move that had a public failure, Mm -hmm. God would in turn cause them to be restored, and God would use Pete Rose as the sign of the restoration so that those that were once used in the game would be able to return again, that the church would forgive them, and God would use them in this move that is about to take place. And and this is exactly right. And even, see, there's so much prophetic interpretation here because Cincinnati Reds people. I mean, I remember the scandal. I remember he was nominated to be for the the Great Hall of Fame and was kept out due to uh, gambling scandals and things of this nature. But... If we look at this now redemptively, red is about the blood of Jesus. And God always gives a second, a third, a fourth. I used to say God's the God of a second chance. I can't say it anymore because getting to know the Father heart of God, God's a God of a 50 millionth chance. And so it's the Cincinnati Reds, and this is all true. Folks, it's prophetic symbolism. Who's known as like a gatekeeper into heaven? Of course, no man comes to the Father except by Jesus. But, hey, there's a disciple named Peter. So give us a little more on some of this uh, home run hitter, Pete Rose, or whatever it is that the Lord would have you to be able to share at this time. Well, the Lord, you know, had that word come forth, not just um, through the avenue that I shared it previously, mm-hmm. but he also used someone in the world. Yeah named Howard Stern, <laughs> to mock this yes. prophetic word. Because you had already released this on your own social media, and then so somehow or another Howard Stern picks it up. I actually heard about this, and he used it, and he goes, what do you mean these prophetic idiots or whatever? And he goes, and, and what happened? And so someone contacted me and said, did you know that they had played your word about the stadium Christianity on Howard Stern to 30 million people. How many? 30 million people. Folks, did you hear this word again? There's another confirmation here. 30 years? 30 million people. How many people did it get voiced to? 30 million. 30 million people. And we're at a 30-year mark. Come on. And 30, Jesus was 30 when he entered into his ministry. That's what we're talking about, folks. And so he played, not only did he talk about my prophetic word, but he actually played it live 
And so I was told by a certain person that I, I can't really right. say their name, exactly. but they were contacted by Pete Rose. He heard the word and he began to cry and he could not believe. Now that's not a vision that actually, that happened. actually happened. And we, and it's verified and it's verified okay, folks. that when he heard the word, he began to cry because he could not believe that God cared so much about him and his career in baseball that he would use a prophet, a preacher that actually preach and prophesy that he would be restored and put into the Hall of Fame. Hey, listen, buddy, I'm going to be watching ESPN or something because I'm going to be tracking this word like the rest of the world is going to be hearing this through multiple voices, multiple venues now. Because, folks, I know this guy's track record. And I know God. And God does not speak lightly. But when God speaks, he confirms his word. I don't know if you can do it, Charlie, but is there any way that you could maybe unpack a confirmation? And if you're free to use a name, it's fine. If you're not, that's okay, too. So the third portion of this prophetic word was given to me on January the 2nd, 2019. And this was right as we were crossing over into the new year. I was caught up in the third portion of this prophetic word. And God began to speak to me about a man by the name of Jim Baker. I was taken in the realm of the spirit and I was brought into a prison. And I saw a man standing in the prison and the doors were shut. I said, I said, I said, Lord, who is this man? He said, this is Jim Baker. He said in 1989, he was brought into prison. He was not brought there because of, of, of some kind of thing, of false accusation, mm-hmm. but it was a scandal that broke out. It's true. But I forgave this man and I am going to restore him in this hour and I'm going to raise him up to produce a brand new network that will host and show the revival and the outpouring in stadiums that is about to come. I went on the show on Jim's Jim's Jimmy Baker, again for some of you don't know, he had you know the Praise the Lord Club and it was one of the largest Christian broadcasts along with Jimmy Swagger that was in that period of time. And again, we don't have time to do it, but I know a lot of background prophetic words that also dealt with that as well about Joseph and the dungeon and the prison and the, and the cupbearer and the, and the baker and all of this. And, and so we have a history. And so maybe another time I will unpack some of that to help give some more context and background. But so the man was at a pinnacle, fell into sin. He admitted his sin, but he did actually go into prison. And he was in prison for a period of time, but he's been released. He's restored in faith. He's walking in integrity. And he has a television show that's based in southern Missouri today. And you were recently on his show. I was recently on his show. And what I did not know the day that the Lord visited me in this vision and spoke to me was his birthday. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. 
And I went on the program and began to prophesy to him live about this brand new network that God would use him. And he said, this is such a confirmation. He said, Pete Rose came to me privately and gave me a signed baseball and a signed autograph poster and asked me to pray for him. And so that's not a vision. That actually happened. Wait, wait, Charlie, this is like over the top. Are you telling me that you went on television and right around Jimmy Baker's birthday? The very day. The very day. And then, and it's the whole 30, it's the same, 1989. I know all this stuff because I was in it. I mean, I lived, you know, I, I saw, observed all this stuff. And then so, but then you're on the show on his birthday, you give this word, and then he in turn unpacks to you that he has had a personal interaction with who? With Pete Rose. Oh, whoa. And that the Lord would use him to build this brand new network that would go around the world and would show revival in stadiums. Miracles and signs and wonders. Was this a new word to Jim Baker or was this something that became a confirmation to him? This was a confirmation because he said no one knew that we were, we were building a brand new network right now. And guess what God does? The word says that God loves to share his secrets with his servants, the prophets. That's what just happened here. Now, this even gets more radical, James, okay. because I released this word in San Diego yep. with our with our good yes. friend, Jeremy, Jeremy Nelson. And I released that word, and Doug mm-hmm. Addison is there. And, and Doug Addison is uh, one of the top prophetic evangelists. He and I are very close. He even considers me one of his, like, uh, uh, friends, but also like a mentor in his life. And, and Jeremy Nelson is another one of the next generation leaders. I'm going to get on the broadcast sometime that's stewarding the West Coast rumble that I prophesied four years ago. And we were, we were out to lunch, eating food, talking about this word, James. Mm-hmm. And suddenly God began to speak. And I said to Doug and I said to Jeremy, yes, when did yes. Paul came? Give the stadium prophecy. Yeah. And we looked and it was February of 1989. And where did he give it? In Southern California and Anaheim. That's right. And folks, I know again, factually, not just by research, that that's exactly correct. Because again, I just spoke at Paul King's memorial. And did the research to find out about the five seers and the three former Kansas City prophet seers. And Paul was a seed, a John 12, 24, unless a seed falls into the ground, unless it dies, it will abide alone. But if it is dropped into the ground, it will bear much fruit. Folks, we're entering into the beginning of the great harvest. And this is when I realized, James, at that moment as we're sitting there, that this was going to be February 
2019 yes, would be 30 years to the day right. that Paul King prophesied that word. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon me yes, sir. while we were sitting there. I did not tell Jeremy. I did not convey this to Doug. Right. But I knew that February would not pass. Yes. That Paul King would pass and go into the heavens. Yes. But his body would go into the earth as a seed. That's right. The very first part of this prophetic word right. that God would say it's going to spring up. The promises of God are going to come to pass. Hey, folks, I think this is pretty amazing. And I believe that we are crossing over from promises, prophetic promises revealed into another opportunity 30 years later for promises being fulfilled. You Cannot make this stuff up. Do you have anything else, Charlie, for this particular podcast that you'd like to add in? I just feel like we've crossed through a 30-year mark. That God is looking for us to begin to step through this open door. And I believe that this is the generation, this is the time, that God is going to confirm his word with signs and wonders. There will be these signs will come to pass. And they will be signposts to know that this is the moment of the power of God returning to America. And something that is going to go around the world that we have never experienced before. The word that the boy prophet who became the elderly seer that became globally famous for, there were two major words, many, but two major, that there would arise a nameless, faceless generation. Now what that means is that they would only want to exalt, magnify, and glorify only one name, the name Christ Jesus. That wasn't like God taking an eraser and saying, there's no longer a Lou Engel, there's no longer a Benny Hinn, there's no longer a Morris Cirillo. No, that's not what that's saying. Or no longer a Billy Graham. No, that's not what that's saying. It's about the glorification, the worship, the lifting up of only one name. The other word, major, of Paul Keynes was stadium Christianity. In 1989, I heard Paul Kane give the word, where he said, there will be on the news broadcast, on NBC, ABC, CBS, on CNN. He said, and it's not only about the United States. He says, this will be all over the world. He says, there's no, no bad news to report. There's only good news. And the stadiums are filled where of nameless, faceless people. And the power of God being manifested, the glory of God falling, and in my words, a time of the beginning of a great harvest. And I believe that we're not going to miss it this time, James. I believe that we are going to recognize the signs, and when they come to pass, we are going to step through the open door. That we will not miss what was previously offered Uh to a prior generation. 
but the faith of the fathers and the sons are going to come together and we're going to open and push that door through and we're going to step over. We're going to walk over on dry ground. We're going to come over to the other side and we're going to come into the promises of prophets that have prophesied previous things that have yet to come to pass. And we're going to watch the fulfillments of them. Yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, folks, this is only the beginning. But you see, we've got to get our faith activated. And we need to believe that God does not live, and man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Charlie, would you pray for our, our listeners? Father, I just thank you for the generation, this generation, Mothers and fathers, sons and daughters of the kingdom of God coming together. Lord, I thank you for the release of the power and the presence and the glory of God upon the earth. Lord, I thank you that we're going to step into the fullness of every one of these words. Lord, you said that not one of your words would fall to the ground. So, Father, we just thank you. I thank you for all the listeners, all those that are watching and listening around the world. Lord, that you would bless them today, that this would be a seed of hope in this generation, that this would be an hour of fulfillment that we live in, in Jesus' name. Hey, Charlie, thank you so much. Getting to connect with you in this point in time in my life brings such hope and such joy because I see the joining of the generation. For such a time as this. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.